0: Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic is, it is what it is. And this is in relation to the meditation. Now, in wisdom of yoga, meditation is really yoga. The asana practice, the physical movements, basically part of yoga, which is very small part. And what is bigger part is meditation. So first, I'm going to answer a few questions which have been regularly asked about the meditation practice. So the first question is how to form regular practice. Now, regular practice, to cultivate regular practice, we need a lot of patience and a lot of compassion towards ourselves. So starting the small practice like five minutes, Even two minutes sometimes I suggest to my client. And starting with these practices with the goal of five minutes but consecutive 21 days. If we keep that kind of goal, it is achievable. But sometimes we keep the goal is so huge that I will meditate for half an hour or one hour. And we set up ourselves for failure. And so this is where because we don't know what is meditation. Right. So we never experienced it before. So that's why I suggest start slow and start with guided meditation. What happens is meditation is projected via social media or images. We see uh, Buddha peacefully meditating or people meditating in very cross-legged position and really blissed out. And we start thinking that that's the experience we want. And that's the experience I should have. And we start meditating with that intention that, okay, this is what's going to happen to me in my meditation practice. So we already have expectation. So I suggest that drop the any expectations and start five minutes guided meditation. Now, why guided meditation? So if you're not used to meditation, The guided meditation will help you to move from sympathetic mode to parasympathetic mode. If we just sit down and tell our mind to calm down, and if there is no guidance initially, then the mind is going to wander. So it's very important to sit down with guided practice. Now sitting down, you don't have to sit in floor with cross-legged position. If you can, that's fantastic. But if you can't, then you need to sit in comfortable position. Take as much support for your spine as possible. Sit upright. Meditation is always done sitting up. Now, why is that? The reason for that is is the energy should rise from tailbone towards crown of the head. That should be the flow of energy. If you're lying down, you will fall asleep or energy is not flowing in correct direction. So I suggest that sitting up, if you need support, take that support. Sit comfortably yet alert. So we find that duality in our posture. Now, once we found our posture and once we are sitting in stillness, now sometimes people ask me question that should I sit outside with the nature or inside? Initially, I suggest start sitting inside a quiet room because we're training our mind to let go of distractions So that's why I suggest that. Then slowly as you progress, then if you're comfortable with even nature sounds are not disturbing you, then go ahead and do the meditation outside. Now, having said that sometimes you may have such a peaceful outdoor area where there is no disturbing sound of nature, but beautiful sound of nature, then in that case, go ahead and you start meditation practice there. But if the flying bugs or, you know, mosquito and things like that are going to disturb you, then I suggest start meditation inside the room. So finding a peaceful, comfortable seat and posture and peaceful place is very important. And once we find that, now next thing is find a right time for meditation. So you figure out what time is going to work for you. Traditionally, 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. is the best time. But we need to totally understand that, you know, is it practical for us? Again, are we setting a goal which is uh, we are setting it for failure? So if that 4 to 6 a.m. is too much for you, Find out the timing where you can find that peaceful time in your day. Five minutes. Now, if you say that I don't have five minutes, then we really need to to look into what is happening with life. And you need to find out five minutes for yourself because meditation is going to be so beneficial for you. It is a holiday for your system. So it's very important to at least five minutes a day for yourself, okay? All right. So now some of the other questions are from people who have been practicing for some time. And one question was that they are feeling oscillation in their meditation. Physically, the body is going into spontaneous movements and that freaked them out. My suggestion is for this experience is we do not put any coloring to this experience. It is what it is. So this is the name of our topic today. And in meditation, these things happen because meditation where we are mainly tuning into our energy body and according to wisdom of yoga, there are 72,000 energy channels in our body. And if there are blockages in these energy channels, then that represents as illness or physical or mental or emotional illness in our system. Now, when we start meditating, these blockages start Loosening or gently untying, basically, you know, they start opening. So when that's happening, let the energy do what it needs to do. So it's actually correcting itself. So we allow that to happen, that experience to happen. And we do not judge it. Also, I would suggest don't wait for that experience because that moment, that experience was okay. But maybe you don't need it next time. So don't worry about it. Accept, acknowledge and move on. Now, sometimes people will say to me, "This another question is, uh, the question is, it wasn't good meditation today. So why sometimes I have good meditation and why sometimes I have bad meditation? And again, the answer is it is what it is. Because the experience of meditation, there is no good or bad. These are again colorings we give to our meditation. Even if your mind is wondering and even if you are thinking that nothing is happening in meditation, there is something definitely happening. So we just allow it to happen. Do not judge it. Try and tune in with the mind and see if you can calm the mind down by focusing on Something, some object or your breath. So we give our mind to something to hold on to. And that helps the mind to calm down. And that's why guided meditation for beginners is fantastic. Even if regular practitioners sometimes need guided meditation, so it's okay to do that. If you're doing that guided meditation, guiding yourself into the meditation That is fantastic too. If you notice your mind is wandering, you gently bring it back to the object of the concentration. The object could be again your breath or imagery or whatever you have in your mind. And the more we keep doing that, the mind will start stilling. But for example, if you had 10 minutes set aside for meditation today and the mind doesn't calm down, don't worry about it. Don't think that nothing happened in meditation today because, again, it is what it is. We do not give any coloring because every now is different. So we will never repeat the experience of meditation. So what happens sometimes, we get really blissful experience in meditation. And then the mind will oh, that's the one I want. That's the experience. That's what meditation is. But in reality, that's not true. You know, every now is different. We will never be able to repeat that experience, that stillness, because that was right for that moment in that meditation. So as we cannot repeat that, what's the point hanging on to that experience, even if we think it is bad or good? So this is where it's very important to letting go. And this is where, once again, it is what it is. Now, our next question is, there are so many techniques in meditation. How do I choose which is right? And how often should I change the meditation? Yes, there are many techniques in meditation. And again, I suggest choose one technique which you feel comfortable with which you feel comfortable is very important because there are some meditation techniques. If you try it and you feel, oh, my God, I can't do this. We are going to listen to our system's reaction to that. That is clearly not the right meditation for us. Okay, So keep that aside and find a meditation where you feel comfortable in that meditation. Your system has to feel comfortable while doing that meditation. Remember, there is no forcing in wisdom of yoga. Ahinsa, the non-violence, is the first guideline of wisdom of yoga. What does that mean is even in our thoughts, even in our practices, there should never be anything forced. So if you feel that meditation practice and you think that you will get used to it, it's okay, I'll get used to it. It's really something is not gelling there. But if you sense a meditation practice where you felt connected to the voice of the person guiding it or to the practices which you felt really connected with, then continue with that at least for 21 days. 21 days consecutive practice. This is what we are creating a neurological pathway in our brain. This habit we are positive habit we are creating. Now, if you're comfortable there, I suggest continue with the same practice. And also the point comes in our meditation that sometimes we will take on a little bit more practice, or sometimes we let go of some practice and take on different practice. This is where we are going to listen to our inner guru. But just for the sake of changing practice today and changing practice tomorrow, then we are not really listening to our mind. So find that inner voice and start listening to that rather than just going into the mind's basically mood swings. So tune into is it the mood swing or is it coming deeper within? And what options we have? We have... Focusing on the breath uh, in our meditation, we have mantra meditations, which are quite powerful. Nowadays, there are so many apps which have beautiful guided meditation. You can try those. You can head over to my website, sunitayoga.com. And on sunitayoga.com, you'll find that there are four meditations which you can download. They're free audio meditations. And practice with that or anything which you connect with really. But over the period of time now, once, how long we should do the guided meditation? So as I said, initially to bring ourselves from sympathetic mode where we are constantly and on the go, constantly doing stuff, finding stillness or parasympathetic or rest or digest mode is a bit difficult. But with the regular practice of relaxation practices and guided meditation practice, now that you understand that, you know, parasympathetic mode, the relaxation and digestion mode, then maybe you can let go of the outer help of guided meditation and you can move towards your own guidance in the meditation. So what you do is you guide yourself in the practice. And that's when maybe you can even increase the, the length of the practice. You can maybe now do 10 to 15 minutes practice. See if that is possible. And also to start noticing the effects of practice. The days when you do meditation regularly and the days you don't do meditation after doing meditation for so many years, I can't imagine myself not doing meditation practice because the stillness, the peace I receive from that, it's fantastic. And what changed is my reaction to the situations. So my reaction to the situations initially were very angry. With the meditation practice now, I start seeing that the reaction has changed. I am so calm. And so still in the same situation. So this is what happens. This is the beauty of meditation. The inner peace happens. The the blood pressure can, you know, reduce by meditation. So all there are so many benefits. I'm just saying few. And each individual will get different benefits because each individual have different reaction to the stress. So your reaction to meditation is also going to be different. Now, another question I had was the practices, you know, I do with friends or group is more profound than when I do it on my own. Now, this is again something I think that the mind tells us, you know, Because meditation, it is what it is, you know. Our rational mind may need the group, the company. But for meditation, you don't really need a group or you don't really need a golden throne or you don't really need a peaceful, you know. You don't really need anything for meditation, to be very frank. You know, what you need is yourself. And so are we then depending on the group, to get the experience of meditation. And is that then beneficial for us? That's the question. There is nothing wrong doing meditation with the group. That's fantastic. But again, the question arises is, are we expecting to have good experience with the group and bad experience on our own? Then again, we are putting coloring to the meditation. So depending on anything outer outside for meditation is, again, I would ask question, is it your mind or is it really you need for meditation? A lot of time people ask me that I go into those who have been practicing for many, many years, will spontaneously move into physical, you know, the body may go into backbend, or forward bend, or side bend, even in seated posture. And why is that happening? And and also there is a lot of fear of that going into that situation. Again, I will go back to the first answer for that. Our energy, our physical body and energy body obviously is very much connected. And when... The blockages from energy is releasing. Maybe the physically our body needs to be in certain posture to release that. So that's what's going to happen if you need that. And maybe when we are not in the state of meditation, we do not realize that. But in the deep state of meditation, sometimes the body spontaneously go into that kind of posture that may happen to you. Now, another question I had was, I don't see any images or any coloring of my body, don't go into any movements or anything. Am I doing everything right? Now here the answer is, each and every one of us is unique fingerprint of divine. So our experience of the meditation is going to be absolutely unique. So you may not go into these spontaneous physical postures or you may not see any visions or anything like that, but that doesn't mean that you are not experiencing deep state of meditation. In Yoga Sutra, the wisdom of Yoga Sutra where it is basically a book of how to meditate, there are different types of Samadhi that tells us that every individual will have different experience in the state of Samadhi or enlightenment. Similarly, our state, reaching to that state of enlightenment, the experience of each and every individual is different. There is a story of Buddha, one of his disciples said to him, to Buddha that, I see you in my meditation. And Buddha said, turn around and walk different path. Do not follow me. So what Buddha was mentioning here is that each individuals will create their own path in meditation. So yes, there is a guidance available. We take that but we'll still have our own journey of the experience of meditation. So it's very important to understand that, that we are unique fingerprint of Divine, and our experience of this world is unique, and our experience of meditation is also unique. Now, sometimes I've been asked, like, do I need guide in my meditation? Guide always helps because when you start going deeper and deeper into your practice, if you have someone to talk about, guide or person who you are meditating with, maybe a friend, if you have someone to talk about, that is really good. Experience person in meditation will help you to understand all these ups and downs in meditation so if sometimes some meditation experiences can freak out uh, freak us out and in that situation if you are very scared and decide not to do meditation or try to make sense of that experience sometimes then in that situation we do need guide and if you do not find a guide Again, come back to this sentence, it is what it is. And we leave that there. Do not hang on to the experience because that moment is gone. That experience, we have experienced it, but we need to let it go. So learning of letting go and it is what it is. Acceptance is the biggest part of meditation. That's what I learned on this journey. If you have any questions in relation to meditation or in relation to how to set practices for meditation, feel free to email me via my website, sunitayoga.com. I also help people design their meditation practices according to their dosha or Ayurvedic constitution. This helps people to do the correct practices for their system and when we do the correct practice for our system, the benefits are really profound because it is designed specially for us. So, if you have any questions in relation to that or if you want guidance, I also do mentoring sessions on this. So, feel free to communicate with me via my emailing to my website. Thank you so much for being here today. Bye for now. you for tuning in i really appreciate that that you're taking this time out of your day don't forget to subscribe take care bye for now